Yeah. But I feel like it's probably like an alternative because you can see that the Watcher actually does have like some sort of mystical or co- cosmic power. Um, <clears throat> and that could just be like his, like, I don't want to say superior, but like superior being uh, form of magic is that he's, yeah. you know, been sworn in by you know, the Green Lantern Corps or whatever. <laughs> To, um, They're part watch, of the same universe to like, now. To like watch over this multiverse. Does he not yeah. look like someone? Like he looks like a giant version of the um, Guardians of the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah, Tell yeah. Me yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. You're you're definitely right. episode of the what if after show we are talking about episode eight that is what if ultron one uh this is the show brought to you by the keeg uh which takes place really late night really early morning uh right after uh we watch this what if episode right after it drops we come on here and we talk about it so anyone in the chat out there who can see our face whether it's on facebook youtube twitch or our number one streaming platform volume.com uh, if you guys feel like uh, giving us some questions out there, let us know what's up. Vaga Bondage is out there. What's up, Vaga? Oh. I haven't seen Vaga in so long. Uh, hey, Vaga, hey, what's hey. up? Uh, uh, we could talk about this episode, definitely. And if you are listening to this episode and you can't even see us, that's probably because you're listening to the podcast that comes out a little bit later. Uh, and that's wherever you get your podcast from. But... This is the What If After Show. I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira. We got co-host Paul Lau up there. Paul, uh, Paul, tell us your favorite color. Um, Vermont. Uh, no, <laughs> Vermilion. That's, that's a state. Ver, <laughs> no. Ver, 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 venison. Venison. That's that's deer. Um, that is deer. Uh, that is deer. No, uh, uh, the, okay. the Tokyo Orange. From so what's the, Tokyo uh, Orange? Like I don't know why, but like the the Olympics has this like. Weird oh, you're showing us your shoe. It's like a yes. very no, but it's like a weird bright, like highlighter orange color. Okay, yeah, Anyways. Tokyo orange also sounds like, uh, like she could be a stripper by day, but fight like with a sword and guns at night type. It's an anime. It just sounds like an anime. What, Tokyo what, orange. Whoa, a stripper by day. Okay, first yeah. off, no. Who, who's wait? Who's stripping in daytime? You're the one you just said, like strips I know, by day. I said it. I, 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 like, I, hey, I, it's amateur hour at breakfast. Come to the breakfast buffet. She does the, the brunch. She does the brunch hours. She does the brunch hours. What yes. can I say? Look, For all the oldies. When is she supposed to fight crime? Is she supposed to fight crime during the day and then strip at night? I crime, don't know. Crime happens during the day. Superman does it. Superman does it, but she's not Superman. She's Tokyo Orange. Right. Why does uh, she have to that, have like a sexy that, stripper? I'm <laughs> just saying Tokyo Orange is definitely an anime about a stripper who fights crime with a sword uh, that turns into a gun. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm just saying. Hey, uh, but Paul, it's, it's always Netflix. good to have you, Paul. Have uh, you now. are, yeah, it's coming straight to Netflix. <laughs> yeah. um, created by the Keeg. It's going to be the Keeg's mm-hmm. first uh, animation project. Um, 
speaking about animation projects, let's talk about what if, but it's not just me as your host or uh, Paul as the co-host. We got special guest, uh, Carolyn Shirley. You may know her as Cyborg T-Rex. Carolyn, what's up? Hi, thanks so much for having me again. Yeah, yeah, you've been on the Instagram live chat with us. You've been on the Keegback, and now you are up late at night talking about uh, strippers that fight crime. Vagabondage in the comments says uh, it's Japanese stripperella. And yes, in a way, it's Japanese stripperella. So <laughs> I was actually going to say um, the original inspiration for Hannah Montana which was she was a school she was a schoolgirl by day and a stripper by night. That was where they got the original idea for Hannah Montana was that movie that came out in like 95 or something like that. What 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 Oof. is that? <laughs> I'll find What's it. The, is this Billy it Ray Cyrus's imagination? Yeah. <laughs> from the from the mind of the man who brought you achy breaky hearts. <laughs> the telltale achy breaky heart. Yes. Oh, if that heart could tell tales, it would. It would. Gosh. Ugh, uh, Carolyn, how, what have you been thinking about what if so far before this episode? Like, oh my gosh, where do, I even, how, where do I even get started? Um, Literally since day one, day one, I was just like, there has to be some sort of a connection between these. They have to either be like, exclusively focusing in one alternate universe and um, they're just working with all of them in one alternate universe or they all have to come clashing together into like actually developing the multiverse because they've got to be able to explain more of it when we get into Loki season two. So it's just kind of like they're not going to drop a bomb like they did at the end of Loki and yeah. not somehow pull that all back in in their next project. Right. That's true. That's true. What has been your favorite episode so far, other than this episode? Let's pretend, leading up to this episode, what was your favorite episode so far? Easily favorite episode is still Captain Carter. Really? Number one? Really? The first Number one? Number one. The first one. If it, it's a close second, has got to be Zombies. Zombies was the episode that I was looking forward to the absolute most. When hope, like, just was like, smile for me. I'm just like, mm. I can't. <laughs> I, it, I, it hit I just, me right in the feels. That one hit I don't me right know, in the feels. Yeah. I just, I still don't know why hope turned into a zombie. Like, she was just a big zombie. So, like, why not shrink down in a normal size and then get bit? You know? Because she was trying to protect everybody. She couldn't do that unless she was big because she had to like kick all of the zombies in slow motion yeah i guess so okay all right and i'm just i i just knew i was like i'm just waiting for big old giant woman to turn into a zombie which i think is some guy's fetish there's there has to be guys out there the new Resident i knew that Evil. you were gonna go there and like no one asked but you it, to but i knew that you were gonna go there it's it's not mine i'm just saying attack of the 50 foot woman was literally a movie right a, B, yeah, a bunch of B movies. It, it's and weird. And children's movie. Yeah. Oh, because uh, Monsters vs. Aliens? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Vagabondage says, yes, I am waiting for the return of Captain Carter. Yeah. Um, that's what Vaga says. Uh, uh, Vaga's awesome. Vaga's been on the show before. Um, 
Okay. What's been your least favorite what if episode? I gotta remember some of them because like they're all so good, but um I couldn't really like Second. pinpoint one that was like my least favorite. I guess like the one that would be the most forgettable is what if um Loki won? Because he didn't really do anything. Like it wasn't was like the, all of a sudden it's the Avengers it the, where the, they all died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he takes over. Right. Yeah. Hank Pym murdered the entire Avengers, which doesn't mean like that. That to me didn't strike me as you're building up a story for what if Loki won. You're building up a story for what if Hulk died, mm-hmm. right? And then Loki just like subsequently was able to take over, which right. it just it wasn't so much of like the rest of them seemed to be more cause and effect. Yeah, and the effect is like the title. Whereas right. this one was just like Loki kind of just showed up at the right time. Right. Right. Um Vaga is is trying to uh try to mention something. She's saying not just guys. Uh so it's not just guys that are into those huge women. There's a whole giant woman side of lesbian TikTok. Oh, I, I'm sure. It's like we, Lady Dimitrescu or whoever from yeah, Resident Evil. Yeah, from, from the new Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. Yeah, well, there's also a tall lady on TikTok. Have you seen her? She's like no. really tall. She's like up there in the sevens. Not not oh. my side of TikTok, apparently. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Vag is <laughs> yeah. on on some sides. Uh, oh. Let us know, Vaga. <laughs> Shira with a hyphen is what she meant in her comment. Oh, oh yeah, I was like Shira. Ah. Oh, Shira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> on like the Shira side of TikTok, maybe. Wait, I, um, don't, wait, I was going to say, know? oddly oddly enough, I'm not on, like, the actual she, like, actual She-Ra side of TikTok, even though I do cosplay She-Ra. Like, my yeah, She-Ra content, She-Ra. I did, I did her, like, I want to I say, like, about six, seven months ago or so, and huh? I just haven't done videos of her since, but I never actually got onto, like, that specific side of that version of She-Ra, like the yeah. kind of, you know, the the tall Amazonic kind of woman. It was more of just the, you know, yay, it's She-Ra, but it's for 12-year-olds and everybody's gay. Um, Still feels, I mean, in the 80s, that's what I saw, so. What, no, it, She-Ra it, or He-Man? Like, She-Ra and both. He-Man, to me, felt, yeah. it was probably gay. It's just that society hadn't caught up no one no one talked about it you're you're watching this and you're like is this gay is this probably gay am i probably gay i feel like like that's 80s cartoons just like huh i don't know if there's a line of dialogue that opens you up to hey ram man and fisto come down here and help me out well they also had to uh they got sued for naming one of Skeletor's crew um, Sea or Merman. They got um, in trouble for naming him Merman and so they renamed him to uh, Sea Man. <laughs> can't, can't, really, can't really say that one too fast. Yeah. Or any speed, really. Sea Man. Um, so, when we're as we're coming up to it, I think that people, everybody was thinking like, yeah, what's What If doing? Like, why should I care? And that's actually, right. even as 
a big Marvel fan, as a big, I mean, like literally having this after show, right? Like, why should I care about what if? It's been a bunch of different ones. There's been some hits. There's been some misses. Great. The animation has been okay. Sometimes awesome. Sometimes like, okay. What are you Uh, doing? Yeah, like, what's the point of it? Why should I care? Because I I was talking to Paul earlier today, and I said that, like, that's the thing about, like, the what-if comics. They're, like, take-it-or-leave-it type comics because it's, like, maybe you might want to see what if uh, Captain America won the Civil War, um, you know, instead of Iron Man and, like, see what happens. But you could also not read that, and your life is perfectly fine without it, right? Right. Whatever. Um, But these episodes, like, to actually have a Disney Plus animated series and take the time out of your your budget and whatever Marvel is planning to make this show, like, there has to be a point, right? It can't be a take-it-or-leave-it type animated series. I mean... Paul, do you think think they would just, like, drop money for a take-it-or-leave-it animated series? Just like, eh? Uh, Star Wars is a different side of Disney, but I feel like I was just about doing... to bring that up because the Bad Batch. I tried to do like an after show thing, and they did not follow through with each character. There are like three characters they really focus on, and then there's uh, yeah. Hunter, Crosshairs, and Omega. Crosshairs is barely in it. Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say I don't really it. think it's crosshairs. I would think that it would be if you're gonna do any kind of character development. I think the one that they focused on the most was obviously the relationship between Hunter and Omega, and then I would either say um, Lama Sue or Finnick. Yeah, like I would leave or, out like the not rest even of the Wrecker. Bad not even Wrecker. No, are, we, are you kidding me? Wrecker is the exact same character through the entire show. He's just like other than uh, other than when that, that I love he to gets blow that yeah. Other than when he yeah, gets that brain thing. It doesn't you know? really, it's, it, we're not, um, uh, we're not exploring new grounds. We're not like introducing a new problem. Like it didn't express that like maybe their alterations would have made the inhibitor chips malfunction, do something different. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. Wrecker t- did the exact same thing that Rex did, did the exact same thing that Crosshairs did, the, the exact true. same thing that all the clones did. They just kind of turned off. And yeah. then there's a big uh, reveal at the end of the series with crosshairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this uh, is now a Bad Batch after show. Welcome, everybody. No. Um, no. What, what I'm trying to say is, well, yes, you're right. You guys are right. Like, sometimes Star Wars is take it or leave it. Like, Resistance. I never I never watched Star Wars Rebels. Resistance. Rebels. Uh, no, no, no. After Rebels. It was called Resistance, They made right? another one? Yeah. Oh, it's, my gosh. It's I just the ones where they're that. flying, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, and it's got like okay. We thought that Rebels pilots. had a bad animation style, and then Resistance is pretty bad. Like as far as female Star Wars characters, um, Star Wars Destiny, and those are like five minute one shot oh, pieces yeah. with all of the female Star Wars characters in the same animation yeah. style. So it's just yeah. kind of like a we're just. None of this is canon. This is just like a labor of love project that we just wanted to work on. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing. Star Wars has always been kind of take it or leave it. Once they expanded past the episodes, anything mm-hmm. past the episodes are take it or leave it. Right. Like that's kind right. of Star Wars thing. Um, but Marvel, even from the get go, it's like it's all connected. Everything's connected. Mm-hmm. 
And that's kind of Marvel's thing. So for Marvel to say like, hey, here's an animated series. It's our first official animated series. Here it is. And it's not connected. I just, I didn't buy it. I was like, why should I care about this? Maybe mm-hmm. there's going to be a payoff. And that I think is something that we get in this episode. Um, Child Vaga brings Vaga brings up a point from Disney's perspective, each of these shows bring in the possibility of, of new subscribers, which they do, definitely. Uh, they've been doing really well as far as sales is concerned. And by making them child-friendly, they are investing in future consumers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand the reason for Disney Plus, out of all platforms, to have children, like, cartoons. Um, uh, 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 that being said, this, this What If isn't necessarily a children's show. Uh by any means. What yeah. happened to Thanos? I was gonna say <laughs> let's let's get into this. Well, let's I was gonna say between what this. happened to Thanos today and then what happened oh, to Doctor Strange a couple weeks ago. Um Even not to mention the entire zombie episode. Like yeah. I this is definitely not a child-friendly <laughs> show by any right. means. This is yeah. we're delivering the same kind of like PG 13 or TV 14 level kind of content that you would yeah. get in a traditional MCU movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um that Vaga Vaga is uh bringing up really great points though, but <laughs> Vaga's oh. saying it's like you guys don't remember the 90s Disney shows at all. We do, but I when do. is a 90s Disney show shown what we just saw with Thanos? <laughs> Uh, uh, jumping straight into it, Thanos gets cleaved in half by a laser right off the bat. He was just, what did he say? No, I was going through it, I was rewatching it, and I'm just like, that man doesn't actually say anything. Like, no words leave his mouth. Like, that man does not actually speak. He's just there. Yeah, Thanos has swagger, and that's what he does. He does his stupid, like, purple. He just delivers the stones. Yeah. But then he doesn't even say anything, and then Ultron goes, interesting. <laughs> and, like, that's it. So one Mufasa, thing that I Mufasa, but like... Mufasa dies. I know Mufasa. Oh, sorry. Vaga says Mufasa. But Mufasa dies. In but a how, movie. how traumatizing. Let's just give our imaginations a thing. If Scar was like, here's a laser. Let's laser Mufasa <laughs> in half. Like we don't. See like, here's the thing: is that getting lasered in Ul- half. Ultron and Thanos have like no connection with each other at all. So you can't say Mufasa because it's like I'm not murdering my brother. I'm murdering some random beef purple dude that showed up with beef tiny cake? stones. Or are you gonna call him a beefcake? No, I was just gonna say a beefed. There's <laughs> okay. a difference between beefed and a beefcake. Okay. Okay. Uh, so some Thanos is a beefcake. Beefcake, huh? Maybe, um, maybe in your opinion, but then again, apparently yeah. you also like really tall women. So what if zombie? I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not on that side of TikTok, but I'm not shaming anyone who is. Also, <laughs> yes, I am into tall women, um, but I'm also into shorter women. I don't care. I, if I, 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 either way, so someone can use a ladder. I do not care. We got ladders for a reason. Um, Vaga says so. Compare it to the competition for kids' attention these days like Transformers. Yeah. I mean, okay, so what if isn't, like, supremely violent or anything? It isn't invincible, right? Like, we're good. Place. We're yeah. fine. No one's traumatized throwing Mark Grayson literally through people in a subway, like, as people just Unless you want to talk about him. that scene where Doctor Strange is, um, like, all of the different demons at once. Oh, 
Yeah. Like if you just like turned on the TV and just that was the first thing that you saw, I feel like there would definitely be some children that would be traumatized by like multi-dimensional Doctor Strange. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure like if I was a kid, I'd be afraid of the Watcher because I would feel like the Watcher is watching me right now. Like, what if he's like, oh, what if he's watching me right now? You know, like kids are going to get yeah. traumatized from anything. I think it's just noticeable difference and actually building uh, like a relationship with the show. Because if I just saw the watcher, no context, I'd be like, ah, bald baby guy with glowing bald eyes. Baby, bald baby guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, no context. But if like yeah. with what you're saying, it's like, dude, he keeps just watching. What the, you're not yeah. Santa Claus. What the fuck? Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, it turns out yeah, this is Maga actually Santa Claus. Yeah, Vaga says Santa Actually, Claus. Santa in Claus space. reports to the Watcher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. So I'm gonna be honest. Oh, I this is one of my favorite episodes. My 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 favorite episode still T'Challa Star Lord. That's that's still my favorite. But this one, but maybe I like this one a lot because it finally gets to the point. Right. Mm -hmm. We we start off this episode where we're in in um, the snow. That's all we know. And we see a motorcycle and we see Hawkeye with a robot arm shooting Ultron sentries and then Black Widow like biking through it all and whatever. And we see a lot of cool moves and uh, uh, we're going to, we'll, we'll play the, the game in a little bit where I ask uh, Carolyn who was the actual actors back for this episode and who were the voice act, like the, the, alternate voice actors we're gonna play that game see if we can uh 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 if carolyn can get it right but no uh, we see black widow we, we see yeah no cheating we see black widow and hawkeye and then um and then we see a lot of ultron stuff and then we get that whole story where uh what happened well you know ultron won right ultron launches the news everybody yeah yeah also those two i, I don't know they got a lot of plot armor I, I have to say. Oh, you, you're saying they're too, they were too OP in this? Yeah. Just the, I mean, I'm, he's got a robot arm and yeah. it's kind of like weird and it's just super available. Don't get me wrong. There's precedent. We have Winter Soldier. So the yeah. one arm cyborg technology is there. I just, I don't know. He ran out of arrows and then magically got a reload once they hit up that, uh, uh, what is it called? The shield. See, but, but we don't yeah, talk bunker. about that. We don't talk about I know. that because it's we also movie. don't talk about the fact that he ran out of arrows in Avengers, but then still had one to very scenically point at Loki's face when they arrested him. So, you know, we, we just don't talk about the fact that he will mm. plot conveniently run out of arrows. Sure. Uh, yeah, because... I mean, that being said, it's also like in action movies where, like, they're shooting off so many bullets. Where are they keeping right. the rest of the bullets? When are they right. reloading? I don't know. Like, At least with energy is... guns, you can assume energy guns are fairly infinite, right? Yeah, fairly. But we've definitely we've seen them run out a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Vaga is saying, okay, but we have to acknowledge that What If is not going to really tie with the other MCU shows because those Infinity Stones should not be able to work in other universes. That's an interesting thing that, ah, uh, I feel like I'm going to go down the rabbit hole uh, with this. But yes, I don't think that this What If show is going to tie in with our live action movies, but they could introduce concepts or characters that could then go to live action. Like, could we see a live action Captain Carter? Yeah. Will it be this one? 
maybe not. But Haley, uh, uh, Atwell. Uh, Haley Atwell. Yeah, Atwell. Yeah, uh, she can. You know, she could be Captain Carter. We could see a live action one with her. Who knows? Um, but uh, uh, what were you what were you saying, Carolyn? About uh, you were talking about the arrows of Hawkeye. Oh, and then energy blasters running out and stuff like that. Yeah, sure, sure. sure. Uh, they, uh, and then Paul was saying they were they're definitely OP. You know, they're they're kind of they're a lot of plot armor with that. I like seeing Black Widow finally kick enough ass because. I like I super soldier level Black Widow. Yeah, like I do. Same. You know, and I was actually really hoping when they were talking about how they were going to go to Siberia, I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to find Bucky? And then are we going to like kind of delve more into that whole like more comic book storyline about how she got trained by him and all that kind of stuff? But then like they got to Siberia and they're talking about um, I'm totally forgetting his name, Strucker. Um, and yeah. all of that kind of stuff and all the experimenting and the AI uploading yeah. and that kind of stuff. And I'm like, there's no way that they'll pull Bucky into this, into this particular storyline. Right. Uh, and also keep in mind that like every place was nuked, right? Is that the thing? Literally all of mankind except two people. <laughs> was that like, yeah. Yeah. Cause they were in we were what, a, a, a Quinjet by some miracle yeah. and Ultron just like didn't mm. think to look for the, Quinjet flying in the sky. Yeah. I think they were yeah. just he can not apparently like. Well, like apparently <clears throat> he can like at the end of the um, episode or like kind of like halfway through the episode, he's like finally peace. Like he yeah. seemed like he could sense that there was no more life. Mm-hmm. Right. But there was more life because Natasha yeah. was still alive, and it's yeah. just like okay, but like where are you coming from with this? Oh, he yeah. was off dimension. Or, no, not not in, no, in was, the end, yeah, off, but in the beginning. He was off world. He was off world, definitely. Um, but it's that moment where the watcher is like, he's a program without a purpose. Mm-hmm. And Natasha, oh, and oh, Natasha oh, is still alive, but he's yeah. like, finally, like there is peace, but there is still one person alive. Yeah. And that one Why person can still create anarchy in his mind. And so for him to be able to kind of like stand there and sense peace, like as if he could sense it like through the universe and just like sense like, oh my gosh, now there is peace. But then yeah. still have like people living. And he didn't completely demolish the earth like he did all of the other planets. Yeah. That well, part is true. He, he and that was another to. thing that I wanted to kind of, I don't want to say rabbit hole down, but like kind of yeah. tangent off to is the different strategies that Thanos had for using the Infinity Stones, who actually knew what the Infinity Stones were, what they did, what their powers were, and all that other kind of stuff, versus Ultron, who was kind of just like, oh, interesting. And then the stones seemed to, like, choose him uh-huh. and attach to him instead of him, like, actually picking them up and investigating them. Uh, he and did learning pick what they up. did. Oh. Those those were nanites. nanites. That's what yeah. I. Oh, that's the nanites. I, is that what that yeah. was? Okay. He had like a nanite dust armor type thing. When right. the gauntlet was mm-hmm. on the ground, he took the knuckles out, like derivated. Right. Yeah. The, yeah, mm-hmm. the yeah. That was. But I, I'm still going back to that. Was crazy. He's when he splits Thanos in half. Man, I just, Thanos so, swaggers I, I in. Had to, I had to take a moment. I had to take a breather for that. I'm like, oh my god, what the hell did they just do? What <laughs> right. the hell did they just do? <laughs> and then, of course, you have to bring Captain Marvel in, and there was like a split moment where I'm like, 
maybe she'll kick his ass. And then I'm like, they wouldn't do that. She's oh. OP, but she's not that OP. And so when he was like, you've got spirit. And I'm just like, kick her ass. <laughs> oh, no. I was, I, I, weirdly enough. Okay, because it takes place on Xanadar or Xandar. You uh, wanted. What, do, what was I saying? Sorry. Nope. Go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, Xandar. Uh, and I wanted, I, I thought, and I was like, what hit him? I was like, who hit Ultron? And I was like, could it be Nova? The yeah. the the superhero Nova? And I was and Nova I was like, Core. could this be the first time? Yes, of they're course, show? because they would use the middle of a what if episode to introduce a brand new character. I don't know. I was like, yeah. whatever. But then I mean, obviously it wasn't, and I it makes sense that it wasn't. I'm just saying, I was to me in my head, I was like, the only person like boom on Xandar could have been Nova, but it obviously wasn't. It was Captain Marvel. But you I'm don't just have, saying, it got, got my hopes up for You don't have that second. color of crayon in your box of crayons to use. Because, like, what Marvel Marvel doesn't? Yeah. Yeah. The, the yeah. Nova Core yeah. in general. Because what really sucks yeah. for me is like the order that I want, I would introduce things in, it'd be like yeah. no limit. So, like, there's the Foundation, Fa- Fantastic Four, X Men. But if I'm going to like Cosmic, definitely Nova Core before Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, is how yeah. I, you know, met that universe. We we got a we got a new comment from a new uh, person named Lust Lust on YouTube. Lust, okay. if you want to click subscribe, I uh, would love to uh, to to answer that question and tie that in with what Vaga was saying. Basically, Vaga was saying if we have to acknowledge that you know, what if is not going to tie with the MCU shows, those Infinity Stones should not be able to work in other universes. So. Uh, Lust is saying the only thing I'm confused about is the Infinity Stone working out of its own universe, even though it shouldn't. This is my thought. Feel free to to shoot it down, to add on to it and whatnot. We are thinking about the Marvel multiverse as everything Marvel has ever created is in the same multiverse, but rather... Marvel can have multiple mar- multiverses, each with different rules. They cr- there can be the MCU multiverse. There is the there's definitely the comic multiverse that we know from the comics that, that we've seen time and time and time again. And even though that those are like a multiverse, a multiverse can be infinite yet not be in the same multiverse as like another multiverse. You get what I mean? So the rules that we know could be different depending on where it is. So we know that in the comics, uh, the Infinity Gauntlet won't work in a in a universe that it wasn't from. So we know that in the comics, and that's in the Marvel multiverse, co- like the comics. From the Reed Richards, uh, yeah. Uh, Reed Richards, it happens in Infinity Wars, the recent one that was like in 2017 or so. Um, but then we also deal with the Infinity Stones not working in the TVA, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and we know that those don't work. That being said, is the TVA part of multiverse or is it outside of time? Why is it not working? I don't know. Uh, and then Vagas, yeah, Vagas saying you stated the what if series is part of the MCU multiverse. I mean, I think it is part of the MCU multiverse, but like, mm, I guess, but where in the MCU multiverse have we said that the, that, uh, 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 in the MCU multiverse, where where have we said that the stones will not work in a different universe? 
I feel like, like we, they yeah. did cover that in Loki at some point, or um, or when Thanos is talking about it, I I seem to remember them mentioning that at some point. Right. Um, and it's possible. Where it was yeah. in particular, I don't remember. Yeah, that is saying Loki, and that makes sense. But that being said, also, like, like there's also the idea that there could be alternate <clears throat> timelines in the same universe, and in that universe, in a multiverse, you know what I mean? Can I give you my theory? Yeah. Uh, as long as you don't make my brain hurt like Dimitri just did. <clears throat> yeah. I think they were fighting, because it wasn't dimensions they were traveling through. I feel like they were just fighting each other, and he was using the space stone to go to different areas of Earth or different uh -huh. areas of the universe. No. And the, no? That, that, that's no, because you see Steve Rogers being sworn oh, in. Yeah, that's president. right. You're we right. We see that's right. humans. Mm -hmm. We see T'Challa, well, or I, not T'Challa, well, we see Wakandans. Is, Wakanda, could, Wakanda could will survive watch, nuclear. Will you watch the same building change like yeah. four or five yeah. different times Sorry. you see the same group of like yeah. three or four people change three or four different times in the yeah. same position. okay i missed that i, I guess yeah yeah i'm i'm, okay. I'm fading okay. in all right zoned pause, out to, like, one of the best fight scenes in the whole episode Jeez. Sorry. yeah i pa yeah pause retracting a statement yep <laughs> nope I, uh, I needed that thank you yeah uh <laughs> so no, it's cool. from the court records yeah. yeah, we always have our theories, and then we're like, "Oh no, that's right." Because the what happened last time, I was like, oh. uh, "I was like, who played uh, what?" Uh, I forget. Anyway, whatever. Regardless, uh, I forget what I was gonna say. Vaga says she agrees with Paul partially because they were jumping through realities. Yeah, realities. Are we separating realities from different universes in the multiverse? That's kind of the thing. There's like so many things going on. Alternate timelines can exist in the same universe. Um, for example, Doctor Strange. Every time Doctor Strange went back in time and rewound time to save, try to save Christine, he's not jumping to a new universe yeah. that is now in, in a different thing. He is rewinding time and creating a new alternate timeline in that same universe. So there's kind of a... And, that's why they said in that one that it's a fixed moment in time that Christine has to die in that universe, not like another universe, let's just say. Right. You know what I mean? So she didn't have to die in the MCU, but she has to die in that universe. Something I did want to bring up, um, and you, this is going to be a great tangent for talking about Doctor Strange. Um, did anybody else notice that all of the universes are like the place where the Watcher lives looks exactly like the mirror dimension? The mirror dimension of what? Like in in Doctor Strange, he can oh. make a mirror dimension, which yeah. is like the hexadecimal yeah. kind of yeah. space where actually nothing like happens. <clears throat> yeah no. uh i mean it's possible i think it's just i think it's more of a matter of them reusing a mirror motif you know probably like, most likely, i think it's more yes, like that but i also just thought that that was kind of like one of those things where it's like hmm that could mean something if we wanted yeah. to yeah um lust is asking <clears throat> if that that's true there could be multiple multiverses and I, and there is even in dc there's multiple multiverses uh, because you can't have a multiversal conflict in one 
that doesn't affect every other universe and every other DC reality. So you have to just assume that like Smallville has its own Marvel uh, DC multiverse uh, in the Smallville comics, and like DC multiverse is like totally different. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's weird. Um, but Lust is asking: Is the MCU or isn't the MCU Earth in the same multiverse as Six One Six, which is the, the Marvel CW is its own multiverse? Kind of, yeah. I mean, the yeah. CW, uh, for example, the CW multiverse is not the same as the DC Comics multiverse. Yeah. We mm-hmm. don't see comic book Superman coming to save the day in the CW Crisis on Infinite Earths because they're separate multiverses. Stargirl so is not part of the... Stargirl only came about after Crisis on Infinite Earths, though. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a little thing. But she that's could get added in later. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, she, if she they might ever dare do that again. With the reshuffling. But... Uh, basically, we're dealing with, I think, multiple multiverses here, and people assume that this MCU multiverse works with the same rules as the uh, 616 multiverse, like that comic multiverse. But in that case, you would see people hopping from comic continuity to movie continuity, and until we see that, we know that these multiverses are separate. Just like... uh, just like people assuming that just because there is a multiverse that everything is possible, and that's not true either. Like, I Love Lucy is not in continuity with WandaVision, let's just say. Like, it's not in a different... It's not in the same multiverse. Like, there's a, a multiverse where Mad Men is real. I mean, I guess there could be, but, like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be that way, that every story that mankind has ever created is in the same multiverse. It's it's too early, it's too late to to delve too deep into that. We're getting to Schrodinger's cat, though, with the whole, like, you know, there's several choices, uh, and then... Or or the community episode, uh, which everyone loves. The alternate... uh, Timelines. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's Schrodinger's cat in the way that it's neither stated to be false nor true. So I Love Lucy is could be a alternate version, and Wanda exists in a in uh, in Desi Arnaz's uh, or sorry, not Desi Arnaz, uh, Ricky Ricardo, his character, Ricky Ricardo's band. Yeah. Like I guess, but it's so weird. Like that wouldn't I don't get it. Anyway, uh. The multiverse is all sorts of fucked up, and Carolyn's right. It is way too late, but there's alternate timelines, and there's time travel, and there's, there's like, dimensions, because there's, like, like where Dormammu is is not, like, an alternate universe. It's, like, a dimension, right? It's, like, mm-hmm. and there's that mirror dimension, and you're right, like, about bringing up that the Watcher is in a mirror dimension, but it's kind of a different mirror dimension, right? Yeah. It tentacle. does seem like it is a different dimension than the ones that, like, the Sorcerer Supreme can create. Yeah. But I feel like it's probably, like, an alternative, because you can see that the Watcher actually does have, like, some sort of mystical or co- cosmic power. Um, <clears throat> and that could just be, like, his, like, I don't want to say superior, but, like, superior being uh, form of magic is that he's, yeah. you know been sworn in by you know, the Green Lantern Corps or whatever to um, they're part watch, of the same universe to like, now. to like watch over this multiverse. Does he not yeah. look like someone like he looks like a giant version of the um Guardians of the Green Lantern Corps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gantron, 
Yeah. <laughs> you're you're definitely right. Uh, science fiction loves the big headed cosmic being trope. Like that's just yes. yeah, classic. It's classic. Well, it's yeah. a classic. symbol it's of intellect. A, a big brain emotions. boy. Yeah. Big brain boy do smirk yeah. thing. Did you yeah. uh did you notice the um Galactus kind of looking Ultron when he's like really large? And and he that was eating the, the galaxy. The the, and he, but, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and like the visor's up and it does look and with the little ant thing. Oh. Very yeah. Galactus like. And the Watcher also called said devour. Didn't he say mm-hmm. devour in this? I don't know. I think he did at some point. And I was like, wow. They're oh, gonna yeah. wow, they're gonna take all the pieces that they can't use and try to make like yeah. uh vegan turkey. Like Yeah. <laughs> we're getting uh They're like, yeah. we're not saying that there's a Galactus, but we're implying that there's a Galactus. In yeah. our own way. In our, in, own our way. Own, in our own way. Um, like we haven't introduced Silver Surfer because Fox hates us, but we still well, got have Stardust. Rights. We still they have, have Terax. We still got it's not Stardust. Nope. Stardust is a Herald. No, isn't it Stardust? Uh, Terax. Uh, St- uh, Nova. Fire Lord. Fire Lord. Fire Lord. Fra- it's not Nova. It's Frankie. Frankie Ray Nova. Right, something like that. Oh, okay. I yeah. just anyway. called her Nova. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I because she's yeah. Anyway, the point being is, uh, uh, what we uh, what what is the point? What is the point of all this? Oh, we're let's get back to Galactus. the episode. Yeah, yeah. Let's get back to the episode. Uh, Galactus, cool. Uh, but um, we we see uh a Watcher beatdown, right? Like Ultron yep. versus the Watcher. They Watcher went like Goku on. Yes, I mean, like literally, like I, I did not grow up watching um, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. I didn't like watching that kind of stuff. Literally, the only reason why I'm experienced with like anything in that is because a boy said that he would take me on a date in high school if I watched all of Dragon Ball Z. I got like halfway through season one and decided it wasn't worth it. But besides the point, <laughs> like he literally, like in my head, I'm like. This man went full Super Saiyan on his ass. Let's go. Like, yeah, I want to see right. the Watcher, who has, like, been so reserved for this whole show. Yeah. Like, just, like, kick ass. And I really think yeah. that he did well, for some of it. Did you notice right. that he was reflecting the attacks in his own version? Yes. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was. It's nice to show the Watcher, because I thought that Watcher was going to get his ass beat. Like, I thought once Ultron, like, got into that mirror dimension thing, like, oh, that, gonna be all he, over. like that the Watcher is just, like, a fat baby, you know? It reminded me of, like, Charlie Brown when he eats shit from kicking the football. Like, I feel so bad. <laughs> <laughs> this poor big-headed yeah, person this that just, baby. yeah, just passive. I, I don't want no trouble. And then <laughs> <laughs> troubles are coming. <laughs> oh, I'm interested to see if they're going to discuss his oath. A little bit more, um, yeah. because I'm interested to see like who who is he upholding that to? Yeah, like right. is he upholding it to? Oh my gosh, I'm totally forgetting the name of the guy, but the um the guy at the end of time they introduce in Loki, like that's who I'm thinking. Oh, he's, uh, like, yeah, yeah. His, he who remains. Too. Yes, yeah. he who remains. Yeah, like like that kind of stuff. Like just like people that are kind of functioning outside of time get together for coffee every millennia. 
and yeah. like just discuss all right you guys here's what we're gonna do for the next century um wait watcher you still keeping an eye on everybody in that multiverse yes, did you see I made her oath. <laughs> did you see vagabondage's remark no way yeah. man watchers are all like all powerful and i'm like so the watchers are doing no nut november they're just like vowing not to intervene, not to intervene or touch could. anything yeah uh, the Watchers aren't all powerful because we've seen the Watchers die on multiple occasions, like in the comics at least. Oh, this is sorry. This is me and my fallacy. Uh, I brought up the fallacy of like trying to adhere comic book uh, uh, knowledge and comic book rules to this, and like I'm could be definitely wrong. I'm just saying that the Watchers aren't all powerful, and I was trying to think of this. Um, there's a difference. Well, we've already uh, seen that the Watchers aren't all powerful because. Ultron kicked his ass and then had to ask like interdimensional um Doctor Who for help. Doctor Who? Yep. I'm sticking with it. I realized what I did All there right. and I'm sticking yeah. with it. Doctor Doctor Strange, who was Dr. stuck Strange. in his own Continuous. universal Continuous. prison bubble. Technically speaking, yeah. it's actually Armani. It's Sorcerer Armani. Sorcerer Armani. That's it. That's what it is. Yeah. What Sorcerer so- Armani? No, that's what they call him at the beginning of the episode. He runs into, um, oh my gosh, I keep thinking that his name's like Daniel or something like that, but it's yeah. not. But in the, um, the Doctor Strange he's one, um, he's like, you're very oddly dressed for an adventurer. And he's like, it's Armani. And he's like, well, welcome, Mr. Armani. And he's like, no, it's strange. He's like, no stranger than any other name. And so he just calls him Sorcerer Armani. Yeah. Who, who calls him Sorcerer Armani? I'm totally... Oh, what's his, what's his name? The, um, the, guy, the bad guy? The, the no. tribal guy with the cool, like, pale yeah. tattoos that guards oh. the um, library of Agumoto. Oben, yeah. Oben. Oben. There we but, go. Uh, yeah, little known... Uh, we didn't talk about this on the show, but in the comics, Oben, Oben is, is Cagliostro. So, I, like, you know, like, in the, like, in the show, really they were like... I don't needed to say that. Like, it was kind yeah. of just mm-hmm. obvious. Well, he said he wasn't. He was like, are you? And he's like, nah. Classic no, Yoda. Classic Yoda move. Oh, of you know? course. Of course. Like, a full-on Yoda vibes. You know, I'm thing. looking for this great Jedi master named Yoda. Mm-hmm. Who is Yoda? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Yoda, not fire. Yeah. Not fire is Yoda. Yeah. Um, Oben was like, nah, man. Nah, I ain't him. <laughs> Like that's no, that's a little that's I don't know that man. No, but he definitely cool. like nah. had like a Yoda nah. way of saying it. He was like, yeah. mm, hey, no. hey, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Obeng, I gotta, I gotta no. ask you a question, Obeng. Uh, are you Cagliostro? No, man, but that Cagliostro guy looks cool. He sounds cool. He probably he gets with the ladies though, but that's not me. But he sounds like a Mac Daddy. That's probably what what Obeng. <laughs> We're 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 getting into Aquafina territory, so yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know what's going on what, here. What are what are what are, uh, what are we? What am I doing? What are we? What are we doing? Um, so uh, what was I saying? So the Watcher does get beat in the end, but I mean it's a pretty prolonged fight. Like he holds oh, his yeah. own mm-hmm. until Ultron's just like, "What more can I do?" Ah, yes, become bigger than the galaxy and eat the galaxy. Become a god. Yes, serve my yes. purpose. Uh, yeah. I have to ask you guys exactly. a question. What is scarier, zombies or Ultron robots? I'm uh, going to pose that to you guys. 
I want anyone who's listening to this, anyone who's watching this, let us know. What is scarier, okay. Ultron robots or zombies? Only if I get the same power that all the heroes who survived in the zombieverse, it, uh-huh. it would be less scary, is a complete indifference to seeing my friends dead and then me okay. killing yeah. them. Because that seems okay. to be like, yeah, it's cool. I got shit. No, they Connor totally do. Yeah. You know? But yeah. otherwise, Guys, zombies. They're covered in Sharon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. otherwise, zombies would be scary because of our link to other people. But if you. Okay, so I would actually argue against that in the fact that they would not be as scary because the um, Ultron robots fall into the Uncanny Valley for me. And they're there's no more there's no humanity in them to begin with and so seeing something that is dead walking around there's still like a little glint of humanity in them Mm. um as opposed to the because dude the uh ultron that that originally spoke um at the beginning of age of ultron he's like there are no strings on me kind of thing that shit freaked me the out yeah oh my gosh that yeah. scared me and i like i like i said at the beginning of this i mean the, the zombie movie was the one that i was looking forward to the most so yeah. it just kind of goes back to that like the ultrons really fall into the uncanny valley for me of just like they're not human enough and it's just a little too terrifying to me i think well, the he- machinery sorry, sorry? Oh, it's just, they're just, they're cold, efficient, well, efficient machines, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, even when they're working, like, if you go back to my very first introduction to them was um, Earth's Earth's Mightiest Heroes, um, the Avengers, and it was like a 2008, 2013, you already know what I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. um, TV show where they are originally created by Hank Pym for the box, and, or for the big house, for the big house, as, like, yeah psych wards and i'm like even then even as a kid i'm like how look ultron's design is hilarious because hank bim's like look guys it's an ant and it's just like the face of like a red scarecrow or satan terrifying but no and it kind of just looks like like it's like burning from the inside out because it's all like lit up red as opposed to like blue or something like like green like a much more like like welcoming and calming color and instead it's it's just like let me make the head look as much like a human skull as humanly possible and then give it really creepy looking antennas that come out the side of its face those are like mandibles (laughs) mandibles yeah and it's just like i don't really know what kind of drugs hank pym is on that he thinks that ants are adorable in like any well, sense. Jack Kirby. Isn't he on antidepressants, I think? I think he is. What's Prozac? Prozac's antidepressant? No clue. That's, that's an upper, yeah. I don't yeah. know. He might be uh, sleep deprived though. And he's had a, a little uh, bit. Also, too, he's um, not yeah, the it's an smartest, antidepressant. Right? Also, like, a man that like blows uh, off Dan for as long as he did in that TV show. Like, I don't want to like get too far off on that on that show as a rabbit trail, but like that man took like two whole seasons to get his act together for a girl that was literally like throwing himself, throwing herself all over him, wearing a freaking yeah. strapless dress, and mm-hmm. using his tech 
to go yeah. kick bad guys butt and was uh, still like <laughs> i think he had other <laughs> things to worry about but i mean whatever i get it uh, hank pym in the comics has a lot of problems one of which is like depression and i think bipolar disorder mm -hmm. uh but no hank pym is very smart he was yeah. for a short time designated scientist supreme while Doctor Strange is Sorcerer Supreme, Hank Pym was Scientist Supreme for a little bit. Um, uh, like, he is good at a lot of different things, but he has a lot of inner demons that he has yet to figure out. And for the last five to seven years, he's been merged with Ultron in the comics. So Hank Pym could just be dead. Like, nobody's sure whether he's dead and whether that body is just a puppet for Ultron. So. He's kind of like Dr. Fate at this point where it's just like it's more of just yeah. us for uh, like alternative spirit to reside in. Yeah. It's Nobu. It's just going to show up. On a, Nabu. Or Nabu, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, all those zombies have powers. So it's a... Oh, like in a, Marvel zombies. Yeah, so, well, yeah. in the what-if zombies. They in the what-if zombies, yeah. Yeah, so like that is kind of like a random element. Whereas like you kind of know how you're going to die with the uh, the Ultron, with the, the Ultron. Phalanx. Yeah. Ultron. yeah, kind of, yeah. You know? Yeah, you're just terrifying swarms of demonic-looking robots. Which, can yeah. we talk about that, like, like super, like, Sistine Chapel-level kind of imagery when Hawkeye dies? Of just, I yeah. mean, like, literally, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it lo like, literally looks like a prophetic character with the angelic light coming off oh. him, literally like diving down in the depths of hell. That was like pretty epic. These demonic looking creatures, like as a swarm, just like yeah, it's him, and it was it was one of the most profound. I actually had to pause the episode, just yeah. like take it in from like an artistic standpoint of just like someone spent like a really long, like obviously like the show took a really long time, but they took extra yeah. care in designing that scene. To look yeah. like that. Yeah, reverse uh, too. It was awesome. Uh, I also think the animation was just better in this episode. Did you guys notice that? Like, I the feel faces. like it played it played a heck of a lot better to what was going on in this story, as opposed to uh, like because like half the people that are in the show aren't human. Right. And so there's a lot more of that. Like Ultron doesn't need to look like he's got humanistic features because he doesn't. And so you can have it right. be a little bit more clunky in the way that that hair moves, that lips move, that like eye contact is made, like right. that um like body language is portrayed because you don't need as much of it because most of it was either fighting or or robots, which already don't have a very, like, organic way of moving. And I think that's probably right. one of the reasons why the zombie episode also works so well in that animation style as well, is because mm -hmm. the zombies don't have a very, like, humanistic way of moving. And you can do it more of, like, a animation stop-motion kind of way, as opposed to actually meeting, like, one fluid motion. Yeah. So I think that's a lot um, of the reason why people aren't a big fan of this animation style, is just because it's a little bit too clunky to get invested in yeah but i do think that the animation quality like we'd have to put it side by side but i think even black widow and hawkeye's faces look like they spent like way more time on it in this episode and it could be that the fact that like 
they were getting just better and better with the show and just right. getting into their groove and well, like getting the money, the money's coming in and they got the time because later episodes have more time. So like, you know, yeah. I you think get there and you're like, you know, if you're one of the girlfriends that's about to be fridged, you don't get, or, or actually Darcy and, um, what's Jane. her face? Jane. Huh? Jane. Yeah. Jane. Jane they Foster, didn't yeah. have very like detailed either. It's like no. every love interest seems to not have a lot of detail for some. I mean, like Jane didn't reason. like you know Natalie Portman's got that really distinct beauty mark on her cheek. Jane yep. didn't have that, and well, that to me was like that was literally the first thing I saw. Is like she doesn't have her thing on her face. What the heck? Well, same with the jawline and her cheekbones. Like, yeah, she definitely yeah. smiles like, a little bit of... lower down. Like, well, yep. they're also all changed. Like even Tony Stark doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr. But no. he's detailed. That's the yeah. that's the difference. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He still has like a little bit of shade on his lip and the facial hair. You definitely get yeah. And he does have more. at least from like an an artistic um, perspective, he does have the same the same nose structure, the same eye shapes, the same not head the nose shape, structure, the same way that he's got his hair styled, all that kind of stuff. So it is yeah. like, oh, that's Robert Downey Jr.'s version of Tony Stark. Like you could sit there right. and you could look at it like that. Right. Or you can look uh, at Clint I would say, from this episode and be like, oh, yeah. that is Endgame's version of um, I'm totally forgetting his name. Jeremy that Renner. Jeremy Renner's version of Hawkeye as opposed to like the yeah. comic book version of Hawkeye. Yeah. Oh yeah. I know they're going for the, the Marvel the MCU version. Uh, yeah. But I would say that the, the nose is the biggest one that stands out. It's not Robert Downey Jr.'s nose. I'll say that. That's all I. Cause it has that, a point. It's not rounded. It, 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 I think <clears throat> so. That might be it. I'm uh, not sure. I'd have to take another look. The Thor single uh, only child Thor is only definitely child not. Thor. It's just the That's eyebrows. not Chris Hemsworth. Just, yeah. It's just the eyebrows yeah. from Thor 1 and 2. There might, be, there might be a reason, a legal reason, that if you use someone's likeness, you might have to pay them more versus their versus their. Yeah. Um, they their didn't voice. get it. They didn't get it in perpetuity, as uh, right. Shang-Chi actor said. CMO. Okay. Because, uh, because in the Ghostbusters cartoon, I don't know if you guys remember the Ghostbusters 90s cartoon. I'm at least familiar with it enough to it was, know what you're it, referencing. The, it them. was called the it was called the real Ghostbusters, uh, and there was extreme Ghostbusters later. But I'm talking about real Ghostbusters. If you take the character designs for real Ghostbusters, they look nothing like the movie actors, uh, like Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, because they had to they had to create new models because they didn't get the they didn't have the rights to those actors' faces. So they couldn't create cartoon characters that look like Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, uh, 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 Harold I, Ramis. Harold, Harold, I always get Reitman and Ramis mixed up. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, 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 why am I Winston Z? It's it's not it's I know is uh, Winston Zeddemore, but uh, what's the actor's name? I always get a a blank out on him. Yeah, I blank out on him. And it's funny because I always remember his name because he looks like my dad. But Ernie uh, Hudson. Ernie Hudson. That's right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, um Ernie Hudson. Yeah, Ernie Hudson's always like reminding me of my dad. Anyway, the point being is, um, maybe it's yeah, maybe it's Marvel rights to the faces. I don't know. 
but uh, Lust out there is saying that it, you know, some points of the episode, it looks janky and stiff in a weird way. And yeah, I think that's like a lot of like animations. Like people were talking about that with Invincible sometimes, right? Yeah. Like that I sometimes think, it's like, eh. We're so spoiled something. though, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, mean, I really yeah. wish I could just be like, oh, this is the worst. I'm like, I had to wait like years for an X-Men, you know, movie. Yeah. That was okay. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, it's definitely an embarrassment of riches right now. We're just like, eh. That's the thing about Marvel. It's like, there's so much going on that like, even their like really good stuff is like, eh, whatever. Yeah. Because like, they're always coming out with bigger and bigger things. Mm-hmm. Um, when, uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna play a little game uh, for Carolyn. And the question is, uh, did the original live action actor voice the character for this episode? Okay, and we're gonna go through the characters. And okay, so the choices, I'm like, the choices for like which character? Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll go through the characters. I'll tell you the live action actor's name, and then you'll tell me whether they voiced that character or whether it was just a another voice actor that you know they got. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. obviously, uh, the watcher is it, it. The watcher is just Jeffrey Wright. The watcher you know that, count. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but here's the thing: Was Hawkeye voiced by Jeremy Renner in this episode? Yes. Is that your final answer? Yes. Okay, then yes. <laughs> You're correct. <laughs> they right. did get Jeremy Renner back. Was Doctor Strange voiced by Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes. Is that your final answer? Yes. <laughs> then yes. Yeah, uh, it is better to come back. All right. Uh, let's see. Well, who's next? Uh, Black Widow. Is that voiced by Scarlett Johansson? No. You're yeah, correct. It was voiced <laughs> Lake by Lake Bell. Voiced by Lake Bell. Same as in all her other appearances yep. throughout mm-hmm. this series, it's been Lake Bell. Uh, was Artem Zola? She's been, doing, she's been doing a really good job of yeah. um, recreating that the, yeah. the Scarlett Johansson speech pattern. Yeah. 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 I'm with you there. Uh, was Arnim Zola voiced by the person who played him in the live action, uh, uh, Toby Jones? Yes. Yes, it was. <laughs> the Arnim Zola graphic really looked like him. It really yeah. did. Yeah. They did a great job rendering that one from Civil War. Yeah. That one also, was just, or not, um, from Winter Soldier. Excuse me. Yeah. That was yeah. just, like, like, that was probably the thing that would stand out to me the most. Out of, like, everybody's, like, redesigns, his was just, like, oh, my gosh, it looks exactly like it. Yeah. yeah. Also, nobody looks like him, so... There's that. The, yeah. yeah, there's there's that too. Yeah. Uh Sir Widdit. First thing, Sir Widdit is out there on YouTube. Thank you so much for watching. If you guys want to give us a thumbs up or a subscribe or, or whatever, uh, this is the what if after show. We're talking about episode eight. Uh, does this mean that Ultron is Marvel's first openly gay character? I don't get it. Was he that doesn't what? Ultron has um... no as far as I know, Ultron has no sexuality. Um was there but... a dong on vision? <laughs> was there a dong on vision? Or, or um, well, there would have to be. There would have to be. I'm gonna regret saying this. There would have to be a dong in vision. Yeah, I know. Right, it's telescopic. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I don't really see how that has any connection with, with like, like. I don't know. Ultra's we'll, we'll never skip it. It's a robot. He doesn't yeah. have a sexual attraction. 
Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, well, in the comics, he well, is no. attracted to uh, a couple of different people. But, Danger? Yes. The robot? The Danger? He, I don't think robot? they've met. No, he's. Damn it, uh, they, we should hook him up. He's. Uh, he's. Uh, do a favor. Do a favor. Maybe that'll help him from his his world conquest. He, he just heroes. needs to get. He just he just needs to find a good good stable robot. Just kind of settle down yeah. with. I'm yeah. doing the so carter oil. Where I'm like, no, you can only date other robots. You cannot <laughs> date. You cannot date Scarlet Witch. That's Vision's gal. Yeah, but Vision is a synthesoid. Anyway, whatever. I know. I know. Moving on. Moving on. Is moving Ultron on. is. Uh, 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 is Ultron voiced by James Spader in this episode? No. No. You're right. He isn't. Do you know what? who he's voiced by? Nice. Do you know no. who he's voiced by? No. I'll, I'll give uh I'll give you a hint. It is an actor who has been in a live action Marvel movie, but that doesn't narrow it down. No, not even a little bit. Right. I re- unless it's the main cast, I really don't know. Right. Um, so, uh, it is, he is voiced by Ross Marcand, who is, uh, uh, he is, Ross Marcand played Red Skull in Infinity War and Endgame. Oh, okay. Filled in two big bads. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and so Ross Marcand, and then Ross Marcand also voiced Red Skull in episode one of this season. It makes sense. You know? Yeah. So close. Reprising the role. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess, was Steve Rogers voiced by, um, was Steve Rogers voiced by Chris Evans? No. Okay. Uh, no, it wasn't. Is Josh Keaton? Uh, this these two next two are easy. Was Tony Stark voice of Robert Downey Jr.? No. Okay. No. And was Carol Danvers voiced by Brie Larson? No. No. So, uh, you're pretty good at this, Carolyn. <laughs> but I also feel like you're cheating. Are you cheating? I'm. I'm genuinely not. Genuinely not. Why did she say you feel like she's cheating? I don't know. She because I got all right. of them right. Oh, so, that's, um, wow. You have no faith. <laughs> honestly, he really doesn't. I just, I'm just, I'm, I'm I've, sorry. I've, I've always had an affinity for picking up voices. Always. Yeah. So, okay. um, specifically in stuff like cartoons, um, and if I'm, like, experienced enough, like, with a voice, I can't pick it up in other areas. And so, like, the second that they started doing, like, when they had um, Chadwick doing... T'Challa, I was like, oh my gosh, that's Chadwick. Like, how the hell did they do that? They must have been recording this. Like, they must have been working on what if long before they ever said anything because, like, Chadwick died, um, like, last year. And it's just, like, they didn't even announce this then. So, um, being able to, like, pick up and recognize those voices, I mean, some of them are just, like... I definitely had a couple where I was like, I don't know, but I also wasn't really paying attention. But there, there are some, or that's like Ultron. He only made one appearance, one appearance, and I haven't binge watched that show because it's not my favorite. Um, but I love being able to like pick up those voices and study that kind of stuff and be really familiar with 
scripts and tones and deliveries and that kind of stuff. Right. Right. Um, I want, I guess the final question for this, I mean, we went through all that, but the, the episode ends with a couple of different things. We see black widow with that Arnim Zola Ultron sentry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hawkeye is dead. Um, the watcher is talking with, uh, with Dr. Strange and Ultron is, uh, I guess surfing through the multiverse, trying to kill people. Right. Yeah. Well, the last episode he's invading Thor's party or post party. So do you think that this might've been a little bit of like a, a go back in time kind of a yeah. thing? Like now that, um, Thor's Earth has been invaded. Now we have a little bit of backstory on where that came from. Pretty much. Yeah. Also, yeah. the the Watcher, when he's just like, out of all the different realities, this one brings a tear to my eye. I was like, huh. Because you, you say that like you already know what's going to happen. And then you're very surprised when Ultron ends up finding you. But then he's also very surprised when Ultron show up, shows up on... Um, Thor is an only child, or yeah. Oh, is that a different watcher? Wait, no, really? No. I don't think we see the watcher in that scene. Yes, we that do. That can't be. Yeah, no, yes, we do. Because at the end of the everyone... episode, he's like, um, not all stories like have a happy ending, but this one, like, is and like, as they say, they lived happily ever after. And then Ultron invades, and right. he's like, oh, I wasn't expecting that. And yeah. then the episode ends. Yeah. Oh. So how weird is so, this? So he was surprised that Ultron showed up on a different Earth to invade, but then he was also surprised when, but then he was also sad when Ultron just destroyed Earth, but then he was also yeah. surprised when Ultron took over the multiverse. So I have questions. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to go back and watch that. I have questions yeah, now. Uh, there are questions. Um, he also, he also I mean... Well, it's also oh, just that? such a good episode. I mean, just like everybody like having like this innate and like mortal fear of Frigga is like one of the funniest mm -hmm. things on the planet to me. Like just yeah, everyone yeah. is scared of Thor's mom. Yeah. 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 Uh, I I did like that episode for the comedic aspect of it. I was like, I like it. Um, what do we, what do we think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Uh, uh, I'll let Carolyn, uh, uh, yeah, Carolyn, tell me, what do you think is going to happen? I, we only have one more episode uh, till the end of the season. I, I really don't know. I, I genuinely have, have no clue what could possibly be in store except for it being, uh, there's no way that they're going to do a, a team-up episode um, for the last one. They haven't really been been building towards that, and I don't think they're going to have know. enough time to pull I think, off. I think they're going to do it. I don't think they'll have enough time to be able to pull off an Avengers level kind of assembly in the like 30 minute episodes that they have. So if this is the last, yeah. if it was like the second to last episode, then I would be like, okay, they're going to spend, you know, 30 minutes of like all of the individual worlds getting like threatened and then them kind of coming together a little bit. And then in the second episode, actually have them like unite as a team. But since it's only one episode, like there's no way that they would be able to pull all of that together well enough yeah. for it well, to really work. We're missing one preview and that's the, I'm assuming, what if Gamora 
became. Oh, that's right. Became Thanos. Yeah. I don't know if that's oh, what yeah. it is, but or maybe yeah. that's second season because they say they're they're doing all the episodes at once, but then they said they were supposed to be ten episodes this season, but then they decided to do nine and move that ten that tenth episode to season two. So chances are we're not getting a finished storyline here. Oh uh, yeah, definitely not. Well, kind of like Bad Batch. I was kind of really upset when they didn't have like any kind of a conclusion at the end of Bad Batch. Because I was so just like, much. okay, seriously, like now I like I actually like at least at the beginning of Loki, they were like, here's at least a satisfying ending to part of the story. Right. But we're also gonna be setting up like more like bigger plot points to dive into. But like the main one that the characters have been working towards has been resolved. And I feel like nothing that was established in Bad Batch got resolved at the end of the season. Tech and Echo right. are redundant. And just like a waste. Tech and Echo are kind of redundant. Yeah. I just it very it frustrates right. me because the Echo. I would actually, I would actually argue that it's um Tech and Boulder or um Wrecker are completely redundant. And Echo kind of gives that like older brother advice of just like maybe we shouldn't. But then, like, everyone's kind of just like, oh, you know, but it still adds that, like, character development to Echo of, like, going from being kind of this, like, really goody two-shoes kid that we had back in Clone Wars to more of a a rugged, worn-out soldier that wants to go fight wars. Um, But, yeah, I would say... Presence, though... Tech unanimously is just absolutely redundant. I mean, he's got, like... (laughs) There's no reason for him to be there except for plot point. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's a separate show. Yeah, but, that is a separate uh, show. Yeah, yeah sorry. Like, we're, we're, we're not talking yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. We're not talking about that. Yeah. It's like people listening to the podcast are like, wait, are they talking about Bad Batch again? And it's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about Bad no, Batch. It's just, um, it's just so much well, fat on the show. I feel like the they show. all kind of like, they, they line up so well for them to be talked about in in different, different platforms at the same time. Because you could talk about yeah. What if, and you can talk about Loki, and you can talk about Bad Batch, you can talk about WandaVision, like all kind of in the same conversation, not only because they were released at the same time, but because they cover a lot of the same like introduction of new characters and thicker storylines to build up yeah. to something bigger kind of theme. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think though, sorry, uh, we're bringing it back to the final episode of, of uh, this if? season. Yeah. I think Gamora's thing is just going to be like a five minute thing. And then she's going to get recruited into the team. I think this next episode is going to be a recruitment episode. And okay. then they'll stand up against Eltron and then end like the season. You know what I mean? Like they won't fight. Yeah. Eltron. I think they're just going to assemble everybody and then boom, that's it. Use season two to fight Ultron. Or start okay. fighting Ultron and see what or, happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, I would love season two to be Ultron getting depowered a little bit and having mm-hmm. to create alternate villains to then team up with. Because I want to see more alternate villains, you know? Like Killamonger and... Yeah. Killamarker. Yeah, Killamarketer. Like like Kilowatt. Telemarketer. Telemarketing? Telemonger? Telemonger? All you do is telemarket mongering. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Ring, ring. This is pickup. 
Hey, auntie. And then he burns, <laughs> he cuts himself. We've tried to contact you multiple times about your car's extended warranty. We're <laughs> eating <laughs> dinner. We never do this. Um, God damn it. I mean, I don't know. Right now, I'll... <laughs> Wait, what? Corn? It, it's from a comedian. He actually does like a whole thing on telemarketers and about his oh. dad being upset about getting telemarketer calls in the middle of eating dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody likes it. Um... I uh yeah, I mean I'm 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 curious to see what happens. I hope at least Ultron if they assemble a team, I hope the team defeats Ultron pretty easy. And then I want to see bigger and badder villains. Right now, Ultron's too OP, to be to be yes. honest. I don't yeah. know what's gonna happen. I don't think a team's gonna be able to beat him very easily. Well, I mean, like the Avengers kind of struggled to all. beat him. Like, just in general. I mean, like Ultron yeah. was a very formidable opponent just by himself. And adding on the Infinity Gauntlet, I mean, you're taking the combined effort of the entire Avengers, the entire MCU universe over three movies to defeat two of, like, the most formidable um, villains in the MCU that we've already discussed. So it's just kind of like, hey, you're taking literally the power of the universe and giving it to a, a practically indestructible um, synthesoid and merging it yeah. together. I mean, just like that takes OP to the next level. Right. He's not creative. Like, he doesn't use the stones particularly. He doesn't use the snap. No, he goes individually to each world and then, like, kind of nukes each one of them individually. Like a Which, machine. But, yeah, <laughs> just like a bomb. He just goes and bombs everything. He doesn't yeah. turn back time. He doesn't play with time. He doesn't even play with reality unless he's searching for things or whatever. Actually, he's, um, he's I power. don't think you noticed that he does. He uses it in a very distinctly different way from the way that Thanos uses it, uh-huh. which I did like them like which showing the, the difference between the way that um Ultron was using it versus Thanos was using it because like if you just want to focus specifically on the reality stone um Thanos used it incredibly sparingly I mean almost never used the reality stone when I think that could have been like one of his biggest allies in really yeah. overwhelming everybody but he already had this like huge army that he already had ready but Ultron literally uses the reality stone to build his entire army. And then he made his whole spaceship from the reality stone and then like destroyed an entire planet with the reality stone. Yeah. And so like he, but he never used the snap, never even thought of it. I think that's his uh, mental capacity to process and create things. Cause Thanos, when he was fighting the guardians was like bubbles, make uh, Drax a bunch of ribbons, like nothing. Right. Very complex movement machines, you know. Yes. Like, I feel like all the stuff that Thanos did kind of, in a very twisted way, had a bit of playfulness to it. Mm. Like, like Mantis became a, a, a pile of cubes or, mm. or Drax turned ribbons or, like, um, like you said, like, like bubbles and, like, like kind of, like, like, cute, a mythical, like more playful, childish kind of stuff, which I think plays to yeah. how like it's discussed that Thanos was, you know, like hurt as a child and his 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 planet died. And so he's still kind of like this 
grown child throwing a temper tantrum. I still need to retract the it. power of a titan. Because he made nowhere, because it was in flames, and he managed to make it look, or the collectors, mm -hmm. yeah. He managed yeah. to yeah. make the illusion. But I guess that's not yeah. augmenting reality. No, I was. He was using the reality stone. Yeah, okay. he used the reality stone for that. For the illusion yeah. of because yeah. those were definitely on fire, and the uh, the collector he actually wasn't there. Yeah, no, that was definitely through the reality stone. Because if you go back and you watch that scene when it, it all has kind that, of like deteriorates around them, it has that yeah. red okay. like ether shine to it as it all yeah. dissipates. You're right um, though. His his ideas are more playful, whereas. Uh, Ultron is just building weapons. A lot more material, yeah. um, not materialistic, but like military. Industrial. Oh, yeah. Militaristic? Militaristic? Is that how you would say that? Yeah. You, you it, guys know yeah. what I mean. It's um, yeah. pertaining more, to military. More military precision. Yeah. In the way that he's going about it. Like he sends yeah. a swarm of. Um, his drones to go attack Ego, and just the drones themselves oh, destroy yeah. Ego. I mean, yeah, like he didn't Ego even touch died. the planet. He just like yeah. sends the robots to, to go destroy Ego. Yeah, yeah. Uh I'm interested to see where this this takes us. Uh, First strike. The That's design cool. is really cool too. By the way, Ultron's. Ultron is the armor that Vision is in, mm -hmm. and then he has the uh, he has the Infinity Stones in him. So in a breastplate, yeah. Uh, no, I think yeah. that's a really cool design. I can't wait for people to cosplay that because that's going to be kick ass. Oh yeah, yeah. You coming um, at me in red face? All right. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, Carolyn, so much for coming on the show. And uh, taking time out of your night or your morning, really, I guess. What time is it over there? It is, is it same now, as over here? if my thing wants to load up, it is now 2.25. Okay, so same here. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Because for part of the year, give, you're our time zone, give, and part of the year, Give it not. a couple weeks. Um, I'll, um, I'll be an hour ahead of you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, guys thank you, be, you guys will be weird and rotate your clocks. I'll never understand you people. You Ooh. and your 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 daylight Us saving daylight time. saving time people. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. Me living in literally the only state that doesn't recognize it. Yeah, Ugh. I'm not a fan of daylight savings time. I, I'll you know I'll be honest, but we have come farming. to Arizona <laughs> just to get away from daylight savings time. Yep. Just yeah. well, I mean, you could be a snowbird. You could literally come and live here just during the um, fall and winter season, um, mm. and then move back to California when we switch over again. Maybe you I'll be a, snow, a snowbird. A, yeah, a lot of people do it. You could be a yeah. time bird. A time bird. Ooh, like a that's kind of a cool. It seems like that's a, a kind of cool a name. familiar for um, Doctor Strange. He's just got like yeah. a little raven that sits on it, and he's got like you know like clock fry or something time like that. Bird. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you just well now you just sound like Orko. Yeah, or a, just a Pokemon that just keeps saying its own name. That. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Um. Thank you, Carolyn, so much for for coming on the show. Uh, thank you to Paul, my co-host. Uh, extraordinary. We got one episode left on this uh, show. 
uh, before we get going, I want to thank the audience out there for watching, being awesome. Uh, most of you, anyway, uh, have been uh, great. Um, if you're watching us, you're watching us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, or our number one streaming platform, volume.com. You're watching us on volume.com slash the Keeg Show. That's where we're drawing the chat from. Um, that they are a, a new streaming platform based around musicians, performers, actors, singers, niche geek shows. So we qualify. So we're here. They're good to us. We're good to them. So definitely go check out volume.com and check out the other creators that are around because there's a lot of a lot of cool people out there. <clears throat> uh, if you're listening to us, you're listening to us on uh, any of our podcast channels, uh, wherever you get your podcasts from, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio. We're all over the place. So definitely check us out and check out past episodes as well, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get going, first thing, uh, uh, Paul, do you got anything coming up? What's your social media? Where can we find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Plow on Twitch and TikTok and Instagram and at Paul Loud Jokes on Twitter. And uh, in development, as of tonight, we're going to do uh, Tokyo Orange. Um, that's going to be about <laughs> the new anime, anime a stripper the new anime. who fights, who strips during the breakfast, the brunch. <laughs> brunch buffet. hours. It's brunch hours. Brunch and buffet then, uh, stripper. Yeah. And then at night, during prime time, for whatever reason, has to fight crime right. and solve mysteries. Yeah. Um, yep. Tokyo yeah. Orange. Tokyo Orange. 2024. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, thank you, coming, Paul, coming for, for being co-host. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, Carolyn, what is your social media? Where can we find you? Do you have anything coming up? Anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm Cyborg T-Rex on both Instagram Instagram, Ko-Fi, and uh, TikTok. I really don't have a lot coming up here. Um, I will be releasing my um, new Jessica Rabbit photo shoot, though, next week. Awesome. Do you have a mm -hmm. Roger Rabbit? I uh, currently do not have a Roger Rabbit. What about a baby? Baby Herman? Baby, yeah. baby Herman, right? Baby Herman. Uh, yeah. that's too far into the like i i never saw the original movie so you've never seen the movie Please, i know Eddie. i know it no it was my grandpa's absolute favorite movie and i just never ended up seeing it just, you have to see it it's literally a work of art like i, I have been told do it the well i've seen like it. i've like seen like clips of it i've watched the the jessica rabbit like bar night scene and i've seen like the like clips of it but i've never yeah. actually sat down and watched the whole movie gotta watch it apparently i do we'll 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 figure out some way maybe we'll do a scener or something and we'll watch rob uh uh roger rabbit do I have to throw my cosplay back on? I have to actually watch the movie in in character. I mean, I wouldn't ask that of you, but if you'd like to do that, you could do that. If I volunteer uh, my services that way. I wasn't asking that, but okay. Um, uh, you could do that, definitely. Uh, I think it'd just be cool it, to watch it Roger get, Rabbit. It, more, you know? it might get more views. You, you never know. You never know. It probably will. And then we'll put we'll post the 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 husband applications up or whatever. Yes. The boyfriend applications, whatever you want to call it. it. They're, they're looking for a wife. You're looking for a boyfriend. I'm honestly, I'm looking for a husband. I'm kind of sick oh. of boyfriends at this point. S skip the boyfriend can, bar. Go, go I'm, straight I'm to I'm looking husband. for a man that can like actually commit. Yeah. 
Yeah. Aren't, yeah, aren't we all, Appar- sister? Well, like, apparently, like, it's, like, a really hard request or something like that. Like, it's, like, really hard to, like, ask for someone that gives you, you know, more than the base minimum, so. Yeah. We're, uh, we're going to segue into a relationship podcast after this episode, so definitely stay tuned. I'm just joking. Millennials, <laughs> Stick, Zoomers. Sticking yeah. your head just... No, I'm not qualified to have that conversation. Oh, I, uh, uh, call in, call in and let us know. Uh, 1-800-THE-KEY. Um, thank you, Carolyn. Listener. (laughs) Thank you, Carolyn, so much for being on the show. Cyborg T-Rex, everybody. Uh, TikTok, Instagram, cyborg.t-rex. Uh, and then Paul is Mr. Plow on most stuff. So definitely follow Paul. Um, if you want to follow the Keeg on any social media, TikTok and Instagram at the Keeg show, uh, that's probably where we, where we keep up with everything. Uh, we post our schedules and our pictures and, and like cool stuff. And we ask questions. So definitely follow us. If you can see us, if you can hear us, follow us on uh, TikTok and Instagram at the Keeg show. And, uh, we got a lot of other cool episodes of different shows coming out. Uh, on Thursday, we got another episode of comic talk where we talk about the week's releases of comics where we got a, uh, uh, episode of the key back this Friday with a lot of cool people that you may uh, or may not know from TikTok. So, uh, oh, and then we're going to talk about Venom 2 on Saturday. So we got a whole plethora of things, a cornucopia of sorts of programming from the Keeg. So definitely stay tuned. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for watching the show. Once again, I'm your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been the What If After Show talking about episode eight. Peace out, everybody.